Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for resources, intel, forecasts, and success strategies. I'm Michael Bull. Thanks for being with us. And we have an incredible show for you today. We're going to talk about technology, and we're going to talk about technology that you want to know about. If you're a principal, if you buy and lease properties, you invest in properties, you want to know that your broker has this technology. And of course, if you're a broker, then you want to know about it. The best thing about this technology is that it integrates with other technology, and we have some experts here in Studio One to share it with you. Please welcome my guest. Uh, Bruce Kirsch is here, founder of REFM Real Estate Financial Modeling. Nathan Graham with uh, Commercial Services with RPR, Realtors Property Resource. Wayne D'Amico, Executive Vice President with Excelligent. And Vishu Ramanathan, CEO of BuildOut. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks for having us. us. And Bruce, let's first talk about REFM, you know, Valuate. Tell us briefly, what do you guys do? Sure. So we provide essentially tools and services to help real estate stakeholders make decisions, to get to the point of clarity so that they can make a confident decision. You never have full information, but you want to stack the deck in your favor and so Just like photographs of properties then <laughs> well no we, we we we're a little bit less a uh, little bit less colorful than that unfortunately most everything revolves around uh, financial analysis sure. so so property level uh, projections and then taking it to investor level returns analyses so we help people understand uh, where the opportunities lie and where the risks lie and, and whether the the juice is worth the squeeze all right and tell us about valuate in particular Sure. So Valuate is our flagship product, and it's a web-based uh, software application that allows you to do property-level analyses and uh, investor returns analysis. Okay. And essentially, you can put in uh, information related to the operations of a property, a purchase price, and debt and equity assumptions, exit assumptions, and get to a discounted cash flow analysis in about 30 seconds. 30 seconds? Yeah. I like that. Everyone wants everything fast, right? And can I share that uh, with colleagues? Absolutely. It's, it's very easy to share. It's just one click, and then it brings up a, a sharing screen. You, you put in the email address of the recipient, or you can simply uh, create a link and, then, and share that link however you want. And uh, on the recipient end, it's totally seamless. Uh, they don't need to have an account or anything. They can just click on that link and um, it'll bring up the analysis in a guest mode. They have full run of the software, a full interactivity. It's a phenomenal experience. Okay, so what if uh, I'm the broker and I send you an analysis to a prospective purchaser and I say rents are going to go up 10% a year and expenses 1% a year. Can the uh, guest uh, adjust these things? Absolutely, yeah. Those, those growth rates are just an example of assumptions, right, that have their own input fields in the software. And so you can manipulate those however you would like. You can save different versions of the analysis or an upside case, a downside case. You can pull in those analyses side by side in a comparison module and uh, look at the potential spectrum of outputs for different situations. Okay, and if you're watching the video, you're seeing some of this. If you're driving down the road, don't go to the website now, but go to CREshow.com and we'll have some examples there. So tell us what surprises people when they use this, because I've been using this type of analysis software for a long time, and I've used some that are very sophisticated and some that, that are very basic. Where would you say Valuate lies? Well, I think where it surprises people and where it delights people is just in the ease of use. Um, we, we've taken something that historically has been very cumbersome, very error-prone in nature, 
uh, and made it easy. And we've also built in protections to essentially protect the user from themselves. Unfortunately, whenever a mistake is made in a piece of software, 99 out of 100 times it's the user error. So the user's inputting something wrong or they're overlooking something uh, because they're tired. And so we have a, a really nice feedback loop which politely tells you that maybe you've made a mistake here uh, and you might want to check this particular input again because something uh, is sort of upside down in, in terms of the analysis. Okay, and so do I need a big mainframe in my office to run this? No, actually you can do it on your phone. It's, it's based in the web browser, and so you could do it on any browser uh, capable device, you know, phone, iPad, obviously laptop and desktop, and uh, it's, it's fully optimized for mobile use. So right. the beauty is you can be out in the field, uh, you can start an analysis, like a back of the envelope analysis, for instance, enter in a property, uh, some preliminary data, and then when you get back to the office, you see it in, in its full, you know, full screen glory, and you can do further work on it. So it's, it's really, it, it can't get any more convenient than that. And if you want to check it out, visit getvaluate.com, and you can see it. And it also integrates with some other software, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we built it from day one to be uh, able to communicate and, and, and integrate with other software platforms. That was one of the priorities when we, when we you know, conceived the architecture. Uh, and so it has an application programming interface, an API, and um, currently we have a, a phenomenal integration with Realtors Property Resource, where um, within their database, which we'll hear more about in a moment, of 166 million properties and growing, um, you can click on a link in any single property database listing and it will automatically generate uh, a financial analysis for that property. It's, it's unbelievable. So Nathan, does it really work? Oh, it works beautifully actually. <laughs> it's incredible, it's incredible. So um, yeah, a little bit about uh, RPR from the commercial perspective. Uh, you know, we are a realtor benefit of NAR membership from the local, state, and national levels. Uh, so the good news about that is, uh, as a realtor member, you get access to everything RPR does. Uh, I'm already paying for it. You're already paying for it. You're already yeah. vested, as I like vested, to say. You're yeah. vested. So uh, I encourage anybody that's a realtor out there that hasn't jumped into it, uh, go into the system, play around with it. Um, tell us what you like, what you don't like, and how we can make it better. Uh, in general, though, you know, we're a property-centric database. Uh, like Bruce had mentioned, any property that is within uh, the RPR uh, system on the residential or commercial side, we do have links and integration points uh, with various vendors such as Valuate, so you can jump pretty seamlessly from uh, a property in RPR over to Valuate. Uh, we pull in a couple of different fields here and there uh, to kind of help you uh, along in the process. Um, but then you just plug in your assumptions, you hit the submit button, uh, you can manipulate things, you can uh, adjust some of those assumptions, you can you know, be more risky, less risky, uh, and just kind of understand how this might play out in a five, ten year hold period. So it's a really great, great system. And how could uh, we find that? What's the website to go check out RPR? Uh, if you go to RPR, it's uh, www.narrpr.com. Uh, from there, if you're already uh, registered and signed in, it should just automatically load you. Uh, but you can also create your account at that point as well. All you need is your NRDS number, uh, which is very easy to get, you, get your hands on. And then if you're a member of any local association, MLSs, or commercial information exchanges, uh, you can add those in as well. And that's how we get all of our on-market details from there. Okay. And what do you typically see commercial real estate people doing with this system? 
Yeah, so the way we've kind of built out RPR uh, is to be the research and analysis side of, of, of your day-to-day your -day operations. So, you know, we have that property-centric uh, information coming from public records across the country, uh, but we also layer on top of that things like Esri's economic and demographic details, uh, tapestry segmentation for all that consumer expenditure details, uh, and then you're just uh, able to kind of understand how this community might support a uh, certain type of use that your client has in mind. Uh, you can target areas that might be a better fit for them. Uh, and again, all of our tools are nationwide exposure. So you have access to all of that depending on where you're at. Um, the only thing you're going to be limited to is that on-market information from your MLS or CIE. And that's interesting. And I guess Ernie in our office used it. Uh, and you guys talked to him about that. How that oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. I actually learned a lot from him. So, I'm, I'm, you know, put it out there. I'm not actually a commercial practitioner, but I love speaking to y'all and, and kind of learning what you do on a day-to-day -day business. Um, and Ernie was telling us a little bit about his uh, senior care facilities and how he's working within RPR uh, to identify potential areas to do new construction and to also uh, change use and that kind of stuff. So uh, it was very interesting to see how he's using our site selection tools based on the attributes of the type of areas he wanted to be in and identifying where those uh, communities lie within the Atlanta market. Anything else about uh, integration with uh, Valuate that we should know about? Uh, probably the coolest thing now is with uh, it was probably a couple months ago now, but uh, we are now integrated all the way across mobile. So you can be on your phone, on a tablet, you know, at a property, and you know you can jump in there uh, from the mobile device and just do a quick assumption, see what the investment might look like, uh, and then it'll stay with that property. So that if you go back to your desktop, all the information that you entered in on the, the mobile side will stay in there, and you can easily update that and change things around as you kind of see fit. Well, excellent. And RPR also integrates with some more software. So stay with us. We'll get into that right after this short break. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Stay with us. Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease commercial real estate? You're invited to contact Bull Realty for customized asset and occupancy solutions. Call 404-876-1640 or visit bullrealty.com. Video is powerful. Some of the biggest brands in commercial real estate have trusted us to tell their story. We are Barnes Creative Studios, Atlanta's premier commercial real estate video services. BarnesCreativeStudios.com. Are you in commercial real estate brokers? Check out Apto. Created by and for commercial real estate brokers, Apto is the leading web-based platform for managing relationships, properties, listings, deals, and back office. Visit Apto.com slash CRE show. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Today, we're talking about technology. My guests are Bruce Kirsch, Nathan Graham, Wayne D'Amico, and Vishu Ramanathan. And I'd like to talk about Build-Out a little bit here. It's a credible product, I know, because we, we, we're integrating it right now. But who is it for, for our listeners and viewers? So Build-Out is a marketing platform that's built specifically for the commercial real estate brokerage. What it does is lets you manage your listing process from beginning to end. Um, so you put all of your listings in build out and then you can manage the whole listing from proposal onto the market and into closing the deal. And the idea is that it lets you create and produce all your marketing in one place and then also publish it. 
Um, yeah, that's it in the button. Yeah, so we can use this. So once we put it in build out, and then from there we can go ahead and create our proposals, right, or offer memorandums. Exactly. So my partner and I are software developers, and we came to commercial real estate because we saw, you know, five, ten years ago there wasn't a lot of software going on, um, and so that, that was an opportunity for us to just come in and be useful. So what we saw was a lot of people were spending a lot of time doing the same kind of work over and over again. And we just made that work more efficient and higher quality. And from a very practical standpoint, just helped everybody operate more effectively and better. Right. So when I change the information then on my property in build out and it changes my offer memorandums, and then it also adjusts it uh, at the same time on my website, right? Absolutely. So the idea is that once your information is in electronic form, you shouldn't have to enter it over and over again. Now that's a vision right now in commercial real estate. Right now, if you were going to talk about commercial real estate, I think the word you would use is cluster. <laughs> because there are clusters of integration yeah. all across the network, right? Yeah. So uh, we don't have a fully integrated system, but we're definitely on our direction, in moving in that direction. And I actually think that that's a really, really big deal. So on a small scale, right, we have a document platform that integrates with your database. So that's a simple integration, but what that lets you do is take work that would otherwise be um, production work and not have to just do it over and over again, and then you can focus on your art, right? So that simple integration makes things more effective. But then when you start to integrate multiple systems together, then you can choose the best solution at each node of the problem. So you can choose the best valuation framework or the best research tool. And all of those systems will operate together. Now, like I said, it's still really very much the beginning of that, but I'm, I'm excited about what I'm seeing in terms of the direction we're moving. Okay, and once I change that information or put that information in the, in the website, in the offer memorandum with one, one stroke, then can I send that out to some systems, some of the marketing systems? Absolutely, so we integrate with a number of different syndication partners, not every single one. Um, you know, so the vision is still something that's coming on its way. Um, but one of the one of the ones that we integrate with is commercial search in some of their markets. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. We're happy to do that. Yeah, and let's hear about commercial search. Well, so commercial search is the uh, front-facing public uh, uh, marketing platform that Excelligent uh, uh, has across the country, uh, and and we've been accepting a syndication feed from the customers and pilled out, so they have all their data, they have a listing. They, I believe, in the back section, there's a whole list of the companies that you have relationships with and you can check a commercial search box and it'll flow the relevant data fields that we've aligned up. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting listening to it. It's, technology is all about speed, but technology in commercial real estate is not about speed. It's amazing the, the length of time for adoption and, and for you not being in the business. I've been in the business 30 years, probably like you, maybe a little shorter than you, Michael, but uh, um, we've been in essence talking about this for years, at least the last 15 years, where technology certainly was at a point to try to uh, get there. The residential business versus the commercial business certainly got on board with uh, databases and technologies and flows, mm -hmm. but the commercial real estate industry just never really caught up. But we are a new day, and I think it's convergence of the capacity, the capabilities, um, but there's just a collaborative environment, and, and I think the people you see sitting at this room is the example of that. There has been a change. We are in a new day. I think that that would be, when it comes to integration, that's one of the things that I would say has been a big change, right? I've only been in commercial real estate in seven years. But in that short time period, I've definitely seen a change, right? 
there used to be this idea that nobody used software in commercial real estate, right? Like, oh man, we're the oldest, slowest, way behind kind of situation. Dinosaurs, something. Dinosaurs, yes, exactly. Dinosaurs. Right. Easy, Hold yeah. on to your own yeah. Easy. Yeah. There's a broker over here. Easy. Exactly. Easy. No, no, no. But so I like. I think that it's ha so. Both of these guys talked about how their systems are easy to use, right, and useful and right. valuable, right. So it wasn't because brokers didn't want to have a useful, valuable, easy to use system to help them make money, right. Brokers love everything about that. The problem was that nothing like that existed, right. Now what we've seen in the last you know few years, I would say, not even seven, more like no. three, four, is people are starting to actually adopt and use software. Right. And then in those clusters, the software is starting to integrate. And to me, I think this is an extremely exciting thing that's happening. Not because it's happening today, but because I think that I can see it happening soon. That as those clusters start to connect, the opportunity to bring in new solutions that are best for each person. So a simplified valuation tool compared to something that you need a PhD to use, right? Like each solution is right for the right person. So we integrate with a lot of different solutions from CRMs to syndication channels. Um, it, there's a lot of software out there that's gonna continue to make commercial real estate better and better and better. But the framework we've laid over the last few years is we've got actual adoption finally in an integrated environment that creates an ecosystem. Right, and I think some of the reason that it's being adopted more is, you know, the economy is more robust, and you're talking about systems for, for brokers, and so we have to have the money to spend on it, but also the cost has come down. You guys have created technology uh, that is really valuable for the, for the investment. And that's been incredible. Talk some more about the integration because I think that's what's key because a lot of the stuff that we've used in the past, you're right, it's kind of been siloed, you know, and it was expensive. And now kind of the prices have come down and it all works together. So commercial search. Now, that's a place. I got a lead from commercial search this morning. Thank you very much. Okay. And, and so anybody listening to this show on, on YouTube or iTunes or wherever on the radio stations can go there now and look at properties, right, right now. Commercialsearch.com, it's free to, to yeah. post and free to view. What a country. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's been done before, but then it changed. Yeah. Uh, and so, it, so, the, so if the broker is using uh, build-out, then it's automatically feeding there. Right. Well, yeah. and it's, again, it's, it's all about the workflow. Yeah. The, 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 the industry hasn't evolved much with regard to what it takes from the start of the process to the to the end of the process. There, there are other things converging as well where I think it used to be a broker was a broker and that was commercial real estate, but the commercial real estate segment is much more diverse and, and with the capitalization in essence of a certain segments of the commercial real estate business, you're getting a, lot, a level of sophistication in the users coming and, and appraisers and, and there's a convergence. They, they used to all be siloed, but I think there's also a larger community, if you will, of the people. So brokers, though, had a task. They woke up in the morning, they had to make phone calls to see if they can get inventory for whatever side of the deal they were gonna pursue. They were either gonna represent somebody using real estate or somebody buying real estate. And so that had a process. And the things that the build out has come together, it says, well, we're gonna check off a couple of boxes of those tasks. The integration happens when you start stitching together the other specializations of, of people. So when you have a commercial search, which is the front facing marketing side of the Excelligent world, well, then that's at a point of somebody worked on a listing had the, the property ready to roll and you push it out into that 
universe for outward marketing. Yeah. There's also the front end where the, the research happens, yeah. and that's, other, that's another area that we can talk about. All right, we're going to take a short break. I want to hear some more about technology and why you want a broker that uses it, and if you're a broker, how to get more of it. Stay with us. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Check out Valuate, a real estate analysis program that can be easily shared with colleagues online to do what-if analysis. Visit GetValuate.com. That's GetValuate.com. Buildout, the best all-in-one marketing tool for your brokerage. Learn how you can create marketing materials instantly and streamline your property listings process. Visit Buildout.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Ball. This segment is brought to you by Plum Lending. GetYourPlumLoan.com. Check it out. You can get commercial mortgages online. And today we're talking about technology and integrated technology that you want your broker to have. And if you're a broker, you got to know about it. My guests are Bruce Kirsch. He's with REFM. Nathan Graham with RPR. Wayne D'Amico with Excelligent. And Vishu Ramanathan, who is with BuildOut. And let's talk about Excelligent a little bit because there's a lot of data there that can be used with a lot of other technology. Sure, uh, Michael. The Excelligent has been around for 18 years. Actually, we were talking earlier about how long it's been, but uh, 18 years ago wow. when the company was founded in Kansas City, it was all about coming up with a real estate data solution that was computerized. You know, 1998, it, it was it, databases were kind of new in how they were going to be more small business and all. So, so uh, over 18 years, the company's evolved to be um, one of the leading proactive research commercial real estate data companies. So there's 50 markets right now that we're in across the country where we proactively identify a, the commercial real estate inventory. We load proactively uh, validated listings um, of the property records for all commercial properties. And then we keep an inventory proactively of what's available in that marketplace. So 50 markets and growing, we're on target for 65 top markets and then we'll be considered um, a national competitive for the biggest companies in the real estate space. So it's a it's an audacious goal, but the company's uh, on track and, and we're in the biggest markets. We launch uh, New York City this summer. Uh, we're coming up to Chicago. We're researching our cars are out there now and we'll be up uh, finishing up in DC and Boston and Philly and jump back over to San Francisco and 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 we'll we'll have it done. And then we'll do some infill from there. So so Excelligent's been in the in the, the data business, but what's changed for us on topic here is is in the last couple of years as we evolved to what we're calling our X professional or intelligent professional product um, X Pro, we're we're creating an open architecture with our database, which which uh, even. Geez, almost 10, 10 years ago now, uh, CCM Institute did a Red X project where they tried to identify how do we get the industry to collaborate and do these integrations. So it's been 10 years we've been talking about it, but Excelligence now stood up uh, and, and said, listen, the, the data is data. We're going to aggregate it, and that's what we're going to do better than anybody. But then we're going to say we're going to have a, a center of an ecosystem that, that the, everything all starts with the center and the property information, the core property data. And then you build applications, kind of like your iPhone or what have you, that, that create workflow solutions, improve efficiencies, productivity, and in turn make more money. And, and this is the part of the space that's been lacking. Uh, and there's been a lack of a cooperation. And I don't know if that's generational or just simply the way the, the world is evolving, you know. Um, I, but I think we're there. 
And well, every day, Excelligent receives phone calls from all sorts of companies that have a, a great solution that is a part of the real estate workflow. What do, you know, some solving a problem that somebody tackles in this commercial real estate space every day. They're calling us all the time since we said that we're gonna have an open environment and we're working with people to say, sure, this is what we have, this is what you do, how do we figure out how to pass information back and forth? And, and commercial search, which is our front-facing public product, we integrated with RPR recently and that's a perfect example where if you're in the, the research part of our system and you are a member of NAR, then you will see at the bottom of every listing the ability to just go from that point, take that street address with you and go into the RPR environment and get what you need. It just saves you steps. It, it helps to improve your productivity. And the great thing about these integrations nowadays, it's you don't. We're not telling people where to start their their research or to to, to you know start pulling reports. It's you can start on commercialsearch.com and jump into RPR if you want to do some site selection stuff, or you know vice versa. It's it's really really interesting the way that these these relationships have developed, and that you know everything's so niche and everybody likes to do things a certain way and these APIs and the different ways we're framing things allows them to do that and do your own work the way you want to. Yeah, I think it's refreshing because with, you know, Excelligent and, and your, the space that you're in, uh, it wasn't done that way before. <laughs> and and, and that's, that's helped it work with, prop, with uh, integration with like build-out, right? Can we take information from Excelligent and get it into build-out? Uh, we don't. That integration does not. Well, we, we're starting today. We don't. Well, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting. Well, the, the, the interesting thing is that there's also a dynamic, right? Because yeah. the, because we're all aware of what's going on, and mm -hmm. and so Excelligent uh, is a part of a, a company, uh, a holding company called DMGI, uh, and it's and our our uh, trust that owns the all is the Daily Mail. So it's a big organization that owns many many real estate companies, and so even within our own family. We owned a TREP, which is the CMBS data. You would think that, that it would make a lot of sense that when you're researching in uh, the XPRO system, if that property has information at that property in another system, it should start to know. And, and I, all I can tell you is it's complicated, though, to do it. Right. And, and, and it trails back to the fact that there's no data standards in the industry, and we dealt with this years ago. It's, it's do they call it street address one, mm -hmm. address one? I mean, it's literally down to those kind of complicated core system issues, and then there's issues of priority and the like. So it's it's a challenge to figure out where are the really good synergies in business models, and you're all going towards the same goal. Some instances they're competitive, you know. There's 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 uh, some competitive um, uh, uh, issues, and so uh, being as agnostic as possible, I think, is probably. A, a good approach to think about whether there's opportunity and then you vet them from there. I think if, if, if everybody goes into the space and says, I'm going to put a stake in this and that's what I'm going to do, I think those people are actually going to have a challenge. And you how know? do you handle this? Because one thing I notice is you're evolving your products all the time, all of you. And so that means things are changing within your system. So how does another system that integrates with you handle that? Such a f fundamental technical yeah. question. Yeah. Right. Um, how do you handle changes in multiple disparate systems across a whole web? And what's interesting about it is one of the many technologies that have actually changed. So while commercial real estate was developing this reputation 
of never adopting any technology, it's not like nothing was happening elsewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So we mentioned APIs in here. One of the biggest things that's changed is P APIs exist now. So as, as applications are built, um, APIs, now that's like just a weird programmer word, but what it stands for is application programming interface. So an application programming interface is analogous to a user interface. So you've either got a user who's logging in by themselves, or you've got a user interface, or an application interface. So now when we build systems, we build interfaces that are specifically designed for applications, which means that integration is cheaper, yeah. right? So you mentioned that all of these solutions have gotten cheaper. The stuff that's happened outside of commercial real estate has really driven down the cost of technology in general. But also, as we've built these integrated systems, it gives us an invested environment, right? Because we've got an ecosystem where we've all made these investments already, everything can grow on top of it. So every additional piece of value is additive and it explodes. And so that's why now that we're seeing integration in commercial real estate, we're gonna see a big explosion in technology. And that's what's really exciting. And I, I think there's a culture. It, it, it is a culture, it's a corporate culture. And, and when, when you mentioned the API concept and, and versus the user experience, the API basically is something you have to put a lot of time into to make a decision. Am I going to want this to be consumable and have some, make, it, make it easy? for someone to integrate. And so when you talk to the different organizations as you contemplate the opportunity, you can even tell, well, they are up to speed and ready, but there's others that have a long way to go before they can even take advantage of it. So there's, that all has to shake out as well. So, it's, uh, so what we like to do is realize we have core competent uh, customers that are familiar with what we do for our core product. As we make decisions to either bring relationships in or even build some of the systems ourselves, we're doing it based on customer demand. It's what the customer is asking for. And then the question ends up being, do we want to build this ourselves? Is it core? Is it off core? And is there, or is there somebody who's doing a better job with it? And, and should we be having a relationship with them? And then you're gonna make a decision, do we do exclusive relationships or do we, and best in class, or do we do something that's just more open and let the customers make the decision right. themselves. Right, yeah, I mean, we, we all have the same goal, right? We, our goal is to make real estate more liquid without yeah. dealing with securitization, right? We want it to be more transparent. We want it to be more valuable. And so we're providing all of these waypoints where people don't get discouraged because, oh, this is such a mess. And yeah, it is a mess on the back end, right? Yeah. But if you can present the information in a way that is digestible and understandable, then you can have more people going through that process of maybe I want to be a property investor, right? Maybe, maybe I don't want to put, you know, this chunk of capital in, in, in the stock market. I want to put it into a property and I can do this, right? And then with the crowdfunding and just a general, um, you know, ease of access into real estate, residential and commercial, this is, this is a big wave and we're all riding on top of this wave right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell you, the integration as a customer, you know, I'm a customer, I've used, I use all your products. 
and I think the integration is is fantastic and and that's what we need is so because we need efficiency we need to save time and we don't mind investing in technology if it all works together and I'm also curious from you guys what's around the corner what's new what should we expect coming up we're going to take a short break stay with us we'll have more on technology for your business I'm Michael Bull this is America's commercial real estate show stay with us Hi, this is Michael Ball. Check out Plum Lending, the $1 to $25 million commercial real estate specialist. Plum offers you speed, certainty, and preferential terms because it's all driven by technology. Visit GetYourPlumLoan.com. That's GetYourPlumLoan.com. Excelligent, the resource professionals like CCIMs, CBRE, JLL, Colliers, and Bull Realty use for market intelligence. Commercial Search is the site to market and find available properties to buy, sell, or lease all over the country. Visit CommercialSearch.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. Today we're talking about technology for your business, for the future, integration, what's new and what's going to happen. My guests are Bruce Kirsch, Nathan Graham, Wayne D'Amico, and Vishu Ramanathan. And gentlemen, you guys are on the forefront of integration and commercial real estate technology. Seems like there's been a lot of technology coming out. Things are changing a lot faster than they ever have. You know, what's new? What's around the corner that's going to rock my world? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot going on out there, I'll, I'll tell you. So I think one of the greatest things about my job is I get to go around to various conferences across the country, a lot of commercial real estate focused stuff, you know, sitting in on panels, listening to people's feedback about what they're using. Um, and one thing I've noticed is there's just a lot of very niche products that are coming out there that are designed very specific functions. Um, it'll be interesting to kind of see uh, what kind of you know building out they're able to do on top of that. Um, are they going to be able to scale up um, to get out of just you know one state um, and kind of broaden their, their to a more national um, uh, customer base? Um, but there's just so many new companies coming about that are focused on very specific parts of the process. Um, so that's where I think this whole integration thing comes back. You have a lot of these people that are focused on the leasing side or uh, map annotation or things like that, um, where they're very good at what they do, um, but it's only a piece of that giant puzzle that commercial practitioners really need to kind of uh, come together with. So again, having these companies that are, are speaking to each other, getting to know each other, building relationships through conferences and so forth, uh, are really going to shape the way that y'all as practitioners are able to, again, kind of pick where you want to start in the process and use the tools that you choose to use and come to that conclusion to where what's going to best benefit your clients. Right, yeah, we're, we're focusing on, on really becoming this go-to tool um, where if you have a financial analysis or an investment returns problem, you gravitate towards Valuate instead of whatever else you're currently using. And so we, we have a very long product roadmap. We're very excited about uh, bringing just tons and tons of more capabilities and features and functions to Valuate. And um, really what our goal is, is to, to be absolutely indispensable to uh, you know, commercial real estate stakeholders' daily workflow. So when they have a problem to solve, they, they, they gravitate to evaluate as opposed to whatever other tools they may be using. Pencil or paper, HP 12C, <laughs> slide rule, whatever, whatever their, their yeah. poison is currently. And you're not just a startup technology company. You guys have kind of been a staple. You've been around. 
We've been around, yeah, since 2009, and um, we've, we've been working with lots and lots of commercial real estate stakeholders, investors, sponsors, lenders, and developers, and they all have similar problems, which is I need to have a clear picture. I, I, I'm trying to tell a story here, right? I'm trying to tell a story. It's a story about money. It happens to deal with physical properties, and I need to be able to focus in on what the potential outcomes are of that story and communicate that to potential investors, communicate that to potential lenders in a clear, digestible manner such that people can understand and either opt in to being part of that transaction or, or choose to opt out. And you could do waterfall analysis, right? And so if I've a general partner, I've got investors, I can do that on my phone. With you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, we've... we've that you, sounds you complex, can, but... It's very complex. Uh, nobody's going to get wet in the waterfall analyses. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, you, can, you can put in, you know, down to the, the partner, even if you have sort of an interlocking double promote structure, um, we, we make it as easy as possible. To, to do those types of things. And naturally, you know, for making big decisions, you're probably going to finalize those decisions on your, your computer, uh, on the PC, uh, your desktop. But um, there's really no more downtime, frankly. Um, as long as you have internet connection, uh, you can be looking at something, you know, screening deals in and out of your pipeline and, and, and making at least preliminary decisions. Yeah. So if we lose our internet connection, we're done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole world's done. You're on, you're on your own there. <laughs> you know, Michael, we were, I was at a uh, 50th anniversary for CCIM the other day, and we did some, they asked us to do some visioning. And, and when we looked out three to five and five to ten, we actually saw that, that relative to what we're doing today in the commercial real estate space, um, there's other things dramatically impacting how the world sees things. And there are convergences of technologies that are exponentially changing relative to data, data accessibility, um, you know, trends of big data, the cloud, the, the quantum computing and the, and the processing. And so what we're seeing is that it, it, the widgets and the, and the workflows and all are certainly, are, are certainly the tools we're talking today, but there is gonna be a, a commoditization of data in the space, and that's our core product, is our data, and that's why we don't hold it in such, so, so tight. We realize that, that data to some degree has to be shared, but if you aggregate quality data in the right relevant quantity, then you have the core deliverable. And I think an analytics of that data is probably the number one thing that's gonna change the commercial real estate role in a world that's saying, will the auction platforms replace the brokers? And, you know, and, and, and the, the issue of the, the um, relevance of the broker in the process. You know, I, I think that there will always be the person-to-person -person component, but it's also, what are you adding for value? It's not just, how do I find a building that I might want to look at, use, or, or own? Yeah. It's 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 after that that there's well, a huge amount of value to be done, sure. and that's where technology is going to go is to be able to do the right site analytics mm -hmm. over there, to do the valuation analytics, to to make sure you're dealing with trends yeah. in the space, so you know make smarter, faster real estate decisions. Yeah, I mean those are good points, and I I find that that's why I like commercial real estate as a broker is that we can add value, that we do have the analytics, we do have the product knowledge, we do have the experience. 
through it add value. And it's funny you hit on that. I'm a broker. I got a hit on that. You talked about, you know, maybe technology or auctions replacing uh, brokers. If you look at residential real estate and you look at the amount of money spending technology there, well, I don't know any residential brokers that are having a hard time. I mean, you know, they are just going crazy uh, with business. And so if we, if we can't replace them where it seems more of a commodity, uh, you know, I've only sold one house in my life, but I opened the door and they said they wanted it and I didn't know what else I could do. To, I'm sure there's a lot of residential agents that do a great job, but, but I think there is a lot more to it in commercial real estate and you use the tools. Yeah. To your point about data becoming a commodity, I think that what's going to happen is agents are going to realize that the value that they're adding to the transaction less and less is going to be the pile of facts that they have access That's to. That's right. Mm -hmm. Everybody's yeah. got that. And yeah. so as that becomes the case, it's going to open up an ecosystem where more and more can develop on top of it. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, and this is one of the things that I think is exciting, in particular about commercial real estate, is it's changing. It's no longer that we're way behind. Mm -hmm. All of the things that Michael was talking about in the beginning here, augmented or virtual reality, right. that's literally starting in commercial real estate, right? Yeah. Before they have applications in other places, they're already starting to use virtual reality in our industry. For yeah. once, we're ahead. Driverless cars are going to yeah. impact us. The use of property. The, the use of property massively. Yeah. So all of the, so all of the commercial, all of the technology that's coming in the short term, right? It used to be the APIs are coming or the cloud is coming, right? right? Mm -hmm. And those are big and they're actually transforming our industry as we speak. But the things that are coming now are virtual reality, uh, driverless cars, and the other one that everybody likes to talk about is artificial intelligence, right? right? But artificial intelligence is the big difference between, oh, I know their loan's coming up, I should probably try to see if I can uh, yeah. flip them, to we've looked at everything that happens, and you probably need to call this guy in, for reasons that you can't even begin to imagine, right? The first one, you could imagine writing it down in Excel. The second one is just the computer noticed something that you better call this dude. That's right, and there's not enough time in the day for people to come up with that themselves. They will be left behind. Well, and the thing that I think that the commercial realtors will be able to pull in is, you know, looking at those um, kind of large trends that are going around nationwide, like, you know, how is driverless cars gonna affect parking? You know, and understanding how that's gonna affect at the local level. Can you redevelop a parking structure into that last mile delivery warehousing space? You know, so that's where, you know, the, the you're taking all that information that's in the systems and in, in products and you're applying it you know, through your own knowledge, through your own connections and, and your use codes and connections through all the political uh, affiliates that y'all have and, and applying that. So there's always going to be a place for you, Michael. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so what should we expect you know, two or three years from now for technology from you guys? What are you going to be talking about on America's Commercial Real Estate Show in two or three years? Well, believe it or not, I think that I, I alluded to it before. It's not surprising if it takes a couple of years yeah. to really get some of this really going. Mm -hmm. And I Five think we're going to start, yeah, because it just, it's complicated. And there's business <laughs> rules and relationships mm -hmm. and things in addition to technology. So it's just amazing. It takes months. You know, regardless of your roadmap, you've got to have a roadmap then for each of these integrations. We and integrated it has to agree with somebody else's roadmap. That, that, well, that's right. And to, to some degree, I mean, we, we talked with RPR three years ago with a vision. Now, it, it's it's maybe longer than it needed to happen or you wanted it to happen, but there was just a series of circumstances in addition to technologies that all needed to play out. So to some degree, we and three years ago, you didn't see a lot of integration. So it's kind of like we were all talking about it, yeah. but it just takes time. So in the next couple, three years, I think you're going to see this maturing 
where it's going to be the way that you come out. You're not going to come out as a standalone. You're probably going to come out with an idea and you're going to go in saying, how do we tap into the ecosystem to become a part of it is probably where the change will happen. A lot less of these probably startups where they're just completely on the fringe. I think we'll be more efficient as an industry. I think that'll be the first thing we see in the next couple And I think of years. this is where you should announce it on America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Final tip, guys, for our viewers and listeners related to technology. Just play with it. I mean, most of the technology out there, you're not going to break. There might be a little bit of an expense to kind of get in there, but you know, everybody has guest passes. You know, if you're a realtor and you haven't jumped in RPR, just go in there. You know, do some searching, do some site selections around your your local neighborhoods, and understand and gain trust of the data that's in there. If you trust the data and you understand the data, um, you're going to be a lot more comfortable using that and showing that to your clients. So just play with technology. You're not going to mess anything up. Um, and we're not going to find you, you know, it's no MLS or CIE <laughs> rules or anything like that. So just have fun with it and see what you like and what you don't like. That's a good tip. My son was about six and he did something with Microsoft Word that I'd never seen done before. And we could use it in our company back at, during the time and ask some of my staff members, no, I, I don't know how he did that. So I asked him, I said, how'd you do that? He said, oh, I just touched, I hit every button and I know what everything does, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a great tip. What, another tip? Yeah, I mean, you just, it's not going away, right? Yeah. It, we're in the first inning as far as I'm concerned. So, um, you know, don't, don't be intimidated by it. Don't be afraid of it. It doesn't bite. Now get your hands on it and play around, kick the tires, reach out to the people who are at these companies. Sure. Um, they love to hear from, from users or potential users and ask questions and, and, uh, and get comfortable with it. And it's, it's very empowering, so it's worth the investment. And to that end, at commercialrealestateshow.com, we'll have links to reach out to everyone here so they can ask you all the questions they have burning in their minds. So my advice on technology, I think it can be overwhelming right now because now that we've seen adoption, we're starting to see a lot of different solutions. Right. So the problem is, what should I do? And there's a little bit of a tendency to kick the can. A little bit. <laughs> well, you know, so right. So that's how we think of ourselves in the industry. And so the question is, if you've been kicking the can for the last 10 or 15 years, Pick it up. <laughs> now might be a little bit of time, I'll at least give it a good kick, see what happens, right? Um, and why now? Why now? Because now is when you can lay the groundwork that's for everything that's about to happen. Because we're all shaking our heads about how we're, as an industry, making an investment in a platform that's going to really pay off over the next few years. And so as that whole platform takes place, the role of the broker is going to change, right? So that's one of the things that we talk about. Everybody always wants to know, is the broker going to be disintermediated, <laughs> right? Like, who's going to cut if me The residential out? wasn't, I yeah, can't see yeah, it. Yeah. I cannot see it. Wayne, tip? I, I, I think adopt, adopt and change is, is the big tip. Um, but but here's, the, here's the scary, right? The scary is that in the commercial real estate space, the, the, the fundamental product and the way the product trans, uh, transacts a significant portion of the top end is moving down into the lower end. So where it used to be location, 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 and you are a local geographically focused practitioner, these tools and adoption of the tools and the technologies and the information that's available to the public, that is having the people that do adopt it have no boundaries. Yeah. 
And so the whole premise, unless you're in the middle of absolutely nowhere where no one does want to buy the property, you know, there are more people now that have visibility into making a valid, viable real estate decision in your backyard. So if you, if you don't either become competitive with them in your own space or change the way you do things, and maybe before you know it, you can be doing business somewhere else. But that's the recommendation I have, is realize the industry has changed. It's whether the practitioners are adopting technologies to evolve with it. It's not that there aren't brokers, it's that the brokers who adopt technology have greater No boundaries, that's right. exactly right. Right, I think it's a good tip. You have to adopt or you're gonna get left behind. Things are changing too fast. Uh, and your clients are, are going to demand it. And uh, like we're about to dis uh, splash a new website that's going to have a lot of technology in it. Some of it's done by build out where you'll be able to go on our site, check out properties. Uh, if you want more information, sign a confidentiality agreement online, secured, uh, get information, and then make an offer online. I mean, yeah. you know, that people want it and they want it now, yeah. and, and they'll be actually docu-signing it right there, so stay with the technology. Gentlemen, great information. Thanks for coming and visit us here yeah, at Studio One. Uh, great. It's, it's great information. And thanks, thanks for listening and watching the show. If you have a comment, please comment, share the show, uh, reach out to us and let us know what you think. And until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty, Asset and Occupancy Solutions, Excelligent, Building Data Everywhere, Plum Lending, Online Commercial Real Estate Loans, Get Valuate, Online Investment Analysis, Apto, Your Entire Brokerage in the Cloud, Build Out, The Marketing Tool for Your Brokerage, and Barnes Creative Studios, Commercial Real Estate Video Production.